to the My Journey podcast with me, Matt Johnson, and back on the mic is Tom Scott. How are you? I'm all right, Matt. Yeah, I'm all right. Good to be back, actually. Yeah, good. It was odd not you not being here last time. Yeah, it was a bit different. Yeah, I, I was trying to listen back to it, and it felt a bit strange just not been not been around. Yeah, it was hard. It was yeah. the first time I'd done a solo one. Yeah. So yeah, how'd you find that? It was tough. Yeah, I, I, when I started it, I was like. I'll, I'll be back in the room in like 10 minutes because I did not think I had anything to talk about and then finished it and I was like, oh, 50 minutes worth of content. Yeah, so I, I can actually talk to myself for quite a long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if anything, that means I'm probably better at speaking to myself than I am other people, which is a bit worrying. Yeah, that's but... quite concerning, really. <laughs> uh, so you've been busy today, haven't you? Yeah, so today um been over in Leeds with uh, two other freelancers um, with the thing that we run called Creative Point. Um, we've been running some workshops for a, um, a co-working space over there um, on the topics of copywriting, hashtagging and podcasting. Surprise, surprise, I ran this <laughs> podcasting workshop. I was going to say I did see a little something of you up there. Yeah. Did, um, if I'm right in thinking, did someone start a podcast there? Yeah, so there was a guy in the room who, um, he didn't start a podcast, he already had a podcast, right. but we made an episode in the room about Creative Point and uh, the podcasting session that That's we're doing. Cool. Yeah, it was only a short one, it was shorter than this, probably about, uh, about eight minutes long, but it was it was quite interesting to do, it was just like, should we make an episode now? I was like, yeah. Oh, so you just did it like on the spot? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. It was as soon as a piece of software that he's created, um, and it it's similar to Anchor, which I use, but a bit different. Um, so basically, he recorded a bit, and then we recorded the answer, then he recorded a bit, then we recorded the answer. So we were, like, passing the mic on us. But, but yeah, but, like, it, each piece was a new piece. Okay. And it then transcribes that, like, instantly for you. What? So it was it was interesting. Um, I don't think it would work for this, because this is too, like, conversational. Yeah. Um, but if you're doing, like, a set interview kind of thing, I think... Or, something on your own it would work really well um, but yeah so we just took that over because we'd run the same workshops here last summer for creative point um which is like a series of events that we run here in hull yeah um but where we're based in hull is what they call an eagle lab which is something run by barclays and they've got them all across the country and because of the success in hull they asked us if we could take it to Leeds and try and build Creative Point in Leeds. So uh, this was just like a test event, and then we'll probably get our heads together in the next few weeks and see if it's something we want to do. Okay. So is it up to you to decide if you want to carry on doing it there, or was there someone there kind of seeing how it was running? And yeah, so they they weren't in all day, but they were in the building. Yeah. But they were doing their job. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it it's ultimately up to them, but also up to us as well. It's like a two way thing. Okay. But um, they seemed keen. They said at the end, um. You know, we'd love to have you back. Um, I think we just need to look at how it works for us in terms of we're obviously travelling over there. There's three of us, um, and the events take quite a lot of time to build. So yeah. we've got to just work out whether it's worth our time. I think, but yeah. so so much of the events stays the so it's a different event every time. Yeah, so we've the basic idea behind Creative Point is there's three elements: learn, inspire, and inform. Learn are workshops like we did today, yep. so they're free. They're aimed at small business owners try and teach them skills and very basic uh, ways to create content. Um, Inspire is we try and get someone who's had like a marketing career or done some really cool projects and we get them in to talk about their career and inspire people. They'll be working on bigger budgets than anyone's ever thought about, hopefully. And then 
the inform sessions are more like a lecture. So we'll pick someone who is like a specialist at a topic and they'll come and deliver a lecture style talk on a specific topic. Um, So yeah, the the different, the workshops so far, the learn workshops have been like small groups, 20 maximum in like a boardroom kind of environment. And then the other two inspiring informal, like in a theatre, like 50 people, um, pizzas, drinks, that kind of thing. So it's a bit more like you are literally sitting in an event and just taking in stuff. Um, But yeah, we've got another one coming up in Hull in the next couple of weeks, which is all about community building. And that's different again. So it's a learn uh, session, but it's down in a theatre at C4DI where we're based, but it's a panel. So we're going to have three people who have all either build communities or have used communities to help grow their business. Okay. And we're going to interview them on how they've done that and how it works. And then hopefully the audience can get a bit more involved with Q&A rather than just someone presenting at them for yeah, however long. So is that just open for anyone? Yeah, it's open for anyone. Um, if you search Creative Point on Twitter or Instagram, we'll come up and the details will be on there. And it'll be £5 for a ticket. Um, oh no, in fact, actually, this one is free. We're doing this next session as a free one because okay. it's a learn one. Yeah. Um, but normally they're £5 for the bigger events because we put on pizzas and stuff like that. Yeah. But this one we've decided to do for free. Okay. So it should be good. Oh, that sounds good. So we've talked about the whole creative point side of things, but that's not just what you do, is it? There's plenty of us. You're always bombarding your social media constantly. What else you got coming up? So in the future, I've got... Um, a really cool event coming up again back in Leeds through the connections at the uh, Eagle Labs I'm delivering a social media strategy workshop for people over there and it's like a it's something I've been offering in my business um, for a while but I've not really pulled it together as a set package it's yeah. just been like if you're interested I can do this but I'm not pull it together as a package social media strategy and um, I'm doing like a workshop there to try and like <clears throat> like a business generation t- tool for myself so like we'll do a basic strategy with people in the room over three hours and then hopefully if they're interested they might get in contact yeah. with me about further work but if not they've got a, a strategy that they can actually implement from the day um, and then C4DI where I'm based they do sessions called Lunch and Learns so members of the community will put on a session over lunch and they'll t- talk about a topic and plug the services a little bit at the yeah. end but just try and inform people about a certain area. So recently there was a guy who does like business mentoring. He spoke about like some top tips for like business um, strategy. So I'm doing one there about personal branding and social media for professionals. Cause there's, okay. we've got quite a few connections like people in tech companies and stuff like that. So it's like within a professional environment, how do you personal brand? And then looking quite a bit further ahead, there's the Northern Podcast Festival, which I'm involved in. Um, I'll be delivering a session there, which is the same one I did today. Um, how to start a podcast with nothing in the bank. Because so. it's a few times you've done that one now. Yeah, so that'll be the third time I've done it. Um, and I've, But I've spoken on that topic quite a few times because people are quite interested. Um, and I normally do it for free because it seems a bit odd to charge when I'm saying how to start one for free. But yeah, no, that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah, start one for free, but it's going to cost you 30 quid for an hour. Yeah. Me telling you how to do it. So like, it's although I do it as a session, I'm not concerned about like giving that information away outside the session. Yeah. Because no one's ever going to pay me for that information. No, that makes sense. Whereas like, the strategy stuff, 
um, the Eagle Lab in Leeds are paying me to go across and do that. Um, otherwise, I'd charge for the ticket because it's valuable information that people yeah. are getting. So I'm also, hopefully I've just applied to be part of Humber Business Week. Okay. It's a week-long activity um, in the Humber region. And I'll hopefully be doing that same session again as part of that at C4DI. Right. Um, and again, that you have to pay to... Well, I will have to pay to be part of their programme. But through the Barclays thing, they've said they'll cover that cost okay. to me. Like, I'm a sponsor of the event yeah. and cover it. But it's quite an interesting thing, is speaking, because the reason I started picking it up this year, like, I, I don't mind speaking. I, I was going to say, how do you find doing it? Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I was head boy at... Uh, secondary in sixth yeah. form, so I had to stand up and speak there. I wasn't, I wouldn't enjoy it, but I would do it. Um, whereas now I kind of don't mind getting up. Like today, I prepped my presentation. Like I went through it and checked it was all right yeah. and stuff, and I look over it. I didn't practice in terms of like trying to get my words right or anything. I just stood up and delivered it. Yeah. Um, and then the stuff with like Humber Business Week, like. Potentially, you could have some decent businesses in the room. That might be a bit more nerve-wracking because you're yeah. actually like talking to quite high-up people. Um, but the whole idea behind it is that you generate business out of it. So, And at the end of the day, my business, I'm talking about what I do for a business. So yeah. I've got to be confident because if you don't come across as confident, people are going to go, well, why would I ever buy from you? Yeah, exactly. Because you're not confident. But once you know like the ins and outs of what you're saying as well, it makes it so much easier just for... You don't really get tripped up anywhere because you, you either have answers prepared if something's going to get asked or even if you don't go exactly how you to plan you want it, you can pick up pretty much from anywhere because you know the content in and out. Yeah, so like I kind of relate to like people think it's quite scary standing up and talking about a specific topic, but I reckon like you work within an office space, there's probably times where like you have team meetings and you say something at a team meeting or that kind of thing and like people might not be as scared of that because it happens every week well if you're doing speaking events on a weekly basis or a monthly basis you get used to it it's the same. Yeah. yeah the first time you have to stand up and lead a team meeting scary but once you're used to it used to it and like there was some really good questions not tricky questions but good questions for the other two um, presenters today but they knew the stuff and it was I wouldn't say like they just bad out of the park because they didn't need bad out of the park. It just like they just answered honestly and just said what they thought. They didn't like try and say what they needed to say. Yeah. They just said what they thought, which is right because they know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like this is where people like I think get over worried. Is like, oh god, what about if I say the wrong thing? If I was stood up talking about I don't know the laws around driving, like I would probably say the wrong thing because I don't know it yeah but i know social media marketing i know personal branding i'll only ever speak at the level i know i'm not going to go and stand up in front of facebook and speak to them about how to use facebook i'm not an idiot but the kind of level of businesses that i'm pitching i should know more than them and i do so that's why i'm confident in what i'm doing there is that nerves of actually the physical standing up and speaking yeah but I don't mind them. I, I quite enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, no, I've never been able to do that. Yeah. I, no, I can't, can't present for anything. I definitely feel like, especially the past few summers been away at camp where you're basically just thrown in to do the most embarrassing things at any point in time. I normally feel like when I come back off that, I'm on a confidence high for a few months. But then, just as you were saying, like, the more you do it, 
like the less you're around it, it then just seeps back away. So I've got two questions for you. Would Do you want to be able to do it? And do you get the opportunities to do it? I probably do get a fair amount of opportunities to do it. I just normally back away from them. I don't think it's... I think it's more just personality based on that one of if I can not be the centre of attention, I will always try and not be the centre of attention. Um, wanting to do it, I'm not really sure, just because majority of the times it still gives me a fright thinking about doing it. So I, I suppose like as well, like I had a bit of a fire in my belly in the fact that I wanted to be able to do it. Like I wanted to be able yeah. to stand up and speak. So like I, I kind of pushed myself that little bit more. Like when an opportunity did come up, I didn't wait to be forced. I kind of forced myself a little bit. Yeah. And I think that helps a lot. But also, like, if you'd have asked me um, when I first started to do a video to camera, like, just me hold up my phone and do a, yeah. just talk about a topic, probably wouldn't have done it. And I used to write loads when I first started because that's how I felt comfortable getting my point across. Yep. Because you can check it, recheck it, edit it. You guess when I'll see it. Like, yeah. yeah. I literally, every blog post I put out, for, like, the first six I put out, I got someone else to read it before yep. it went anywhere. Um, then I started the podcast, which took a little bit of um, like nerve to do, but did it. Now I don't care about being put on video either. Like just, it's almost gone like steps up for like the podcast to give yeah. me the confidence to do video. Um, I remember when I did my first podcast, it was the trailer where I edited all the clips from other people together. Yep. And like I just did an intro. And, like, I hated it. Like, listen back to it the other day, I was like, it's so slick. It's too slick. Like, it's not my voice. It's not... Yeah. I mean, no one likes some of their voice, but it's not my voice. It's my telephone voice, almost. I've, like, prepared every single word and said it exactly how it should be said. It's just, like, sounds like a robot. Yeah. It's not... It's not... don't have that full... Not genuine in the sense of full and genuine, but it's not... It don't just does it's not you there, is it? Yeah, and I think like I want to do a bit more like of these kind of speaking things. Like I'm doing like the workshops, that kind of speaking gig, and then I want to start seeing if I can get myself onto like lineups, like even like bottom end, but like at conferences and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and then th- that's when I think I'll learn like that difference between just being able to stand up and speak and actually being able to present yeah. properly because I I know that I'm weak in my presentation skills i'm good but i'm not like it doesn't look as smooth as it could like i kind of like um stand quite still my arms do a lot of moving like they do now but i stand very still and it's like if you're up on a stage not necessarily like i mean like a an actual arena stage but like when you stood at the front of a room that is your stage and like if you just stand still at a laptop pressing next it's not the same as like walking across and yeah. working the room so I need to work on that but I just want to get a bit of feel for this kind of like level of workshop and then hopefully it'll lead to some more stuff what do you think you'd enjoy more then so like the challenge that comes with presenting such as you can get random questions thrown at you and it's not only answering the question but there's a big audience or that kind of if you're in a workshop I'm guessing you get a little bit more one-on-one with people so you can really get into a specific topic or how it works with them or with you which one do you reckon you'd prefer at the moment i definitely prefer the workshops yeah. because i can tailor it to what people want so like if i've ever so slightly like my content descriptions like that they read online 
I'll do most of my events through Eventbrite, so when they read it, they'll get a rough idea. But I can almost change how I'm pitching it based on what they're saying to me in the yeah. room. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day about like speaking and stuff like that, and they were saying like you need to nail your like you'll have like one go to presentation that people book you for when you get into the world of speaking. Yeah. And you will change that one over time, like you can't keep doing the same one forever. But that one will just be so perfect and the content will be so good that that the room will all get something from it no yeah. matter who they are. And I think I kind of need to do more workshops at the, this time to kind of define what it is that people find it valuable. Because I've got like three hour workshop, that's a lot of content. Yeah. If I can find out which bit of that's the valuable bit, then that might be the bit that I'd make into a single presentation mm-hmm. and I met that mass thing. So at the moment, definitely I would prefer to be uh, doing workshops, but I, I it doesn't scare me the fact that I, I could potentially stand on a stage in front of thousands of people yeah. like in the future. I won't do it now because I don't have the content mm-hmm. to do, but I if someone gave me content to do, I'd do it. Yeah. But I think the thing as well, like why I'm trying to get into it from a business point of view, just like bring it back to like the reasons why I'm doing it, that I do enjoy it. But there was a guy I was listening to on a podcast and he was, he speaks, he does big events, yeah. big events. And he was saying, if you took a hundred people in a room, he said like 40% of the people in the room are like interested and reach out or like think about reaching out. So you've got like 40% of your room that's yeah. potential there. The other 60% either are interested or are just not bothered. So you got 40% and he said of that 40%, he said, if you can get like a quarter of them to actually make a proper kind of, they reach out to you or you get some kind of dialogue going yeah. with them, like you set up a follow-up meeting or something like that. And then he said of that 10%, you might get between 10 and 50% of them actually become a client or could have become a client there might something might happen yeah. that means it doesn't happen but are that close so you're thinking like from a room of a hundred you can get one to five really good leads from yeah. that room of business like I'm not a, a capacity where I could take five new leads every time no. I spoke but the just that ratio just makes business sense to go to stand for an hour and talk in front of people to generate five leads yeah like the amount of work you would have to do in terms of personal branding, marketing, going to networking events to get five leads. If you can do it all. Yeah. yeah. And they, they're already investing in you because they've seen you speak and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So they're already a warm lead when they come to you. So like, it's it's such a good value way of doing it and that's why I'm trying to get better at it so that when I do get them opportunities, I get the same ratios as he's yeah. getting. No, that makes sense. Just touching back ever so slightly to something you were saying about developing it and well you have that one good presentation really and how you edit things over time and change it with regards to uh, what you've done where you can make a podcast from nothing basically mm-hmm. how much of that have you changed and edited so far since you've since you basically wrote that and started presenting it so the first time i wrote it i changed it quite a lot yeah but basically what I do when I'm doing stuff like that is I normally do it on pen and paper kind of thing, splurge all my ideas, yeah. then form it into some kind of thing and then put that into a digital form in terms of a presentation. Yeah. And then I work through the presentation and start like refining it and reworking it. But since then it, it's not changed 
the stat the content's changed a little bit because like a lot of it is stats based, so like I've updated the stats. Yeah. Okay. Um I've changed some of my tips for people. But basically it's it revolves around two different worksheets, um, that session. The first worksheet is about well, if you want to start a podcast, the chances are you've probably listened to a podcast. Yeah. So what are you listening to? What do you like about it? What's important to you? What would you change? That kind of thing. Like getting them to think not about their own idea, getting them to think about other podcasts. Yeah. Then the next worksheet is about developing their idea. And then it's like, actually looking at, does that match what you've said? Yeah. Or in, maybe not, does that match what you said, but think about what you said earlier as you're developing it. And then the final part is to actually I show them some basic tools to actually create the podcast for free. And the idea is that they're in. It's in a noisy room. There's 20 people in the room, ideally. But the idea is that they record their teaser episode or their intro episode or their first episode, depending what style it is, there and then in the room. Yeah, I was was just about to ask if you get a microphone. Well, this is the whole thing. You don't need a microphone for it. You can just do it on your phone. Yeah. So if they bring their phone to the workshop and it's charged, they, by the end of it, should have a podcast episode. What's interesting... Is confidence, as we said earlier. Yeah. People don't, the people who don't make the episode at the end are the ones who don't have the confidence. But you are, technically speaking, in front of 20 people. Whereas yes. if you did take my tips and go home, you could do it in your room on your own and then put it out, yeah. which does kind of have that disconnect and probably gives people a little bit more confidence. Yeah. Well, that definitely makes sense. It is a, it is a, if I do say so myself, like it's a good session. You just need to make sure that well, you're only ever going to come on to it if you're interested in making a podcast. Yeah. Um, if you're not interested in making a podcast, then you won't come to it. When but did when did you say you're next doing it? The next one will be in May at the Northern Podcast Festival on the Friday, which I think is the 15th of May. If not, it's the Friday around that time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's 15th. Um, yeah, I'll be delivering that at C4DI. Um, it's currently capped at twenty, but I'm I'm happy if we get it up to the that threshold to up it a little yeah. bit more because we're in a bigger room, so we have got the space. It's just I don't want to go. the The room holds fifty seated. Okay, so but I don't want to do it fifty because then it's not a work interactive workshop. No. It's just me talking. Do you talking? Yeah, I want to get around the room and actually help people. So like twenty is a good number. Yeah, there's enough that you can be getting on with stuff while I'm going around the room, but. I can still help everyone. Still help everyone, yeah. So yeah, that's in in May's Northern Podcast Festival, which should be good. Yeah. What else is going on with that? The Northern Podcast Festival. Yeah. So we're we've announced that it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thirteenth to the sixteenth of May. Um, we've announced some shows. So each day has got like a different theme. Okay. Um. So the first day, which will be the Wednesday, is. Like um, it's it's just one show really with like a, a pre-show. So the pre-show is one of the other found, founding people of the festival. He's got a show called the Podcast, okay. which is about arts and culture within Hull and people within that scene. So he'll do an interview that's free to attend. And then after that, there's a podcast called Hoovering, which is all about eating. Right. But it it's this lady who she goes around and um she tries local delicacies and interviews someone at the same time as trying like the food. So like we'll have her eating a patty and chips, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so again, it's very local to Hull okay. and about that. 
then the Thursday we're having as a comedy night. Um, so there's four different comedy podcasts happening at a place called The Brain Jar. Then Friday is business related. That's when I'm delivering my session. It's at C4DI. So all the stuff there is having a bit live recordings or workshops around podcasting for businesses. Yep. And then the Saturday is just like a mismatch of like anything and everything. We've not really announced too much for that day, but we've got like a science podcast, nerdy podcast, I think. Um, and then it's just going to be a mix of like the chance to create your own podcasts, workshops, stuff for podcasters, but also a load of live recordings as well. Right. Okay. Um, we will be announcing more details on that. Um, I think the date we've set is Friday 13th of March to announce more details. Right. But we're literally tomorrow having a meeting. Okay. A two-hour meeting about the podcast festival. Yeah. So, like, as of tomorrow, I will know more details about when we will be sharing okay. more details. <laughs> more details, yeah. So, at the moment, it's very much like we've got a rough idea of what we're doing, but tomorrow is like, they're actually right. We need to nail this down. Yeah. So, okay. So, if I want to stay on top of following that. Um, at Northern Podfest on Facebook and Twitter or visit northernpodcastfestival.co.uk I am so impressed with myself for yeah, remembering that, was, that that was impressive like, that's like when you see like them people on TV when they bring the film on and they're like what day is it in cinema and they're like oh, I don't know I was like don't get this wrong don't get it wrong do not get it wrong no I have been on the website actually um, no it's quite intriguing to because I thought that it was already looking fairly fleshed out from what was on there but if you're saying there's more stuff coming as well yeah, we've got some good stuff already out there. Um, like the Friday, there's myself already there. Um, Glenn Fisher, who's done one of the Creative Point events. Yep. So it ties around quite nicely. He does a copywriting podcast, which is crazy because I think he's like, as part of his podcast, his dog, he voices his dog. Okay. Um, and he has other characters. He's done it as a live show before in London, yeah. which was a test and it works. So he's now taking it like to other places. So we're really lucky to have him. Um. And then another one called Pig Wrestling, which is, sounds really fun, um, but I think it's actually about mental health. Um, okay. It's run by a local company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that should be really good. That's got quite a good following locally. We've got some big business names on there from the local scene. So that should be good. But yeah, we've got hopefully some, some big announcements um, for the 13th of March that I think... We'll spread across a whole range of audience. Um, but yeah, it yeah. should be good. And okay. we've got a big announcement about some a, a business that's going to be involved. So yeah, stay tuned for all that. Definitely hit after I'll start and look at that. Yeah, it's one of these where it's quite far away, but um, and we know people like booking last minute, but we are just trying to like, the more feedback and interaction we get from people, the, the better, like we're still planning stuff now. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to have a say in any way, now's the time, because we're still planning. Yeah. Um, but after the 13th of March, it'll pretty much all be nailed. There'll be one or two things that we're still sorting out, but it'll mainly be nailed. So, like, actually, after the 13th of March, what you see is what you get. Yeah. So now, if there's something that you like and you're buying tickets for it, we might try and get some more similar stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or if there's something where you're like, we're not buying because we haven't seen anything of this, then tell us and we'll we'll try try and get something yeah yeah. So, yeah so with that just overall just kind of finalise that off quite nicely I take it the long term goal is this isn't just going to be a one off thing you're hoping you get a good turnout everyone enjoys it and you can potentially do it again 
Yeah, so the aim of the first festival, we've said, is just everyone who is involved was happy to be involved. Yeah. Um, it's not about making money for anyone. Um, but we feel like there is a real gap in the area for a festival like this. Yeah. Um, and why can't Hull be at the centre of that for the first year or two? Um, but yeah, we'll obviously have to sit down afterwards and review whether or not everyone was happy to be involved. Yeah. Um, and if everyone is happy to be involved again, because basically it's four of us volunteering our time at the moment Yeah. Um, to do this. Uh, if we're as a four happy to carry on, then it should do. But if one or two of us aren't, then it might not happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's the idea. We just wanted to test the water this year and see what it is. But we've had really good support from local businesses, local venues. Um, and yeah, we've got the volunteers on board from Absolutely Cultured as well. So that okay. the Bright Blue volunteers, yeah. so that'll be good. So they, we've got the support there. Um, we just need to look at, in terms of time and effort, did it match what we expected? Yeah. Okay. Because if we do all this and we get two people in a room for every event, then... As much as we loved it, we probably wouldn't do it again. But if we can see some good audience numbers, yeah. it'll come back. Yeah. And the thing is, at the moment, most of the events are free. There's a few paid tickets. Um, that The event on the first night, the Hoovering Podcasting, that's £15 a ticket. But that's the most expensive thing. Yeah. Um, I think we've worked out, I might be wrong on this, it might be me guesstimating, but like, if you had 50 quid, you could go to absolutely everything. Just see all of it. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing you couldn't see. Yeah. So, like, really, if you only want to go to two or three things, it's never really going to be that expensive. It's not going to cost you much, no. No. I think there's a couple of, like, pay-what-you-can kind of bucket things at the end. Um, but that's just simply because people are wanting to cover some costs and stuff like yeah. that, I assume. But, yeah, a lot of this information will we'll hopefully fresh on out. tomorrow. Yeah. So. That's right, then. But, yeah, so we've been going for 30 minutes. So I think that's a decent episode. Yeah, sounds so. like a good time to stop. Yeah, so thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I'm at the MJ Social on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you want to keep up to date with everything that I'm getting up to, and uh, yeah, we'll be back in touch in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening. See you later, guys.